cutting her off from sanctuary. The high grass along its slippery banks waved madly. It was then she saw herself standing alone and weeping on the other bank. It was then she knew she was dead. Joe fought her way out of the dream, all but felt the sharp edges of it scraping her skin as she dragged herself to the surface of the tunnel of sleep. Her lungs burned and her face was wet with sweat and tears. With a trembling hand, she fumbled for the bedside lamp, knocking both a book and an overfilled ashtray to the floor in her hurry to break out of the dark. When the light shot on, she drew her knees up close to her chest, wrapped her arms around them, and rocked herself calm. It was just a dream, she told herself, just a bad dream. She was home, in her own bed, in her apartment, and miles from the island where Sanctuary stood. A grown woman of twenty-seven had no business being spooked by a silly dream, but she was still shaking when she reached for a cigarette. It took her three tries to manage to light a match. Three-fifteen, she noted by the clock on the nightstand. That was becoming typical. There was nothing worse than the three a.m. jitters. She swung her legs over the side of the bed and bent down to pick up the overturned ashtray. She told herself she'd clean up the mess in the morning. She sat there her oversized T-shirt bunched over her thighs and ordered herself to get a grip. She didn't know why her dreams were taking her back to the island of lost desire and the home she'd escaped from at eighteen. But Joe figured any first-year psych student could translate the rest of the symbolism. The house was locked because she doubted anyone would welcome her back if she did return home. Just lately she'd given some thought to it, but had wondered if she'd lost the way back and she was nearing the age her mother had been when she had left the island, disappeared, abandoning her husband and three children without a second glance. Had Annabelle ever dreamed of coming home, Joe wondered, and dreamed the door was locked to her? She didn't want to think about that, didn't want to remember the woman who had broken her heart twenty years before. Joe reminded herself that she should be long over such things by now. She'd lived without her mother— and without sanctuary and her family. She had even thrived, at least professionally. Tapping her cigarette absently, Joe glanced around the bedroom. She kept it simple, practical. Though she'd traveled widely, there were few mementos, except the photographs. She'd matted and framed the black and white prints, choosing the ones among her work that she found the most restful to decorate the walls of the room where she slept. There, an empty park bench, the black wrought iron all fluid curves. And there, a single willow, its lacy leaves dripping low over a small glassy pool. A moonlit garden was a study in shadow and texture and contrasting shapes. The lonely beach with the sun just breaking the horizon tempted the viewer to step inside the photo and feel the sand rough underfoot. She'd hung that seascape only the week before, after returning from an assignment on the outer banks of North Carolina. Perhaps that was one reason she'd begun to think about home, Joe decided. She'd been very close. She could have traveled a bit south down to Georgia and ferried from the mainland to the island. There were no roads to desire, no bridges spanning at sound. But she hadn't gone south. She'd completed her assignment and come back to Charlotte to bury herself in her work and her nightmares. She crushed out the cigarette and stood... There would be no more sleep, she knew, so she pulled on a pair of sweatpants. She would do some darkroom work, take her mind off things. It was probably the book deal that was making her nervous, she decided, as she padded out of the bedroom. 
It was a huge step in her career. Though she knew her work was good, the offer from a major publishing house to create an art book from a collection of her photographs had been unexpected and thrilling. Natural Studies by Jo Ellen Hathaway, she thought, as she turned into the small galley kitchen to make coffee. Now, that sounded like a science project. Glimpses of life? Pompous. She smiled a little, pushing back her smoky red hair and yawning. She should just take the pictures and leave the title selection to the experts. She knew when to step back and when to take a stand, after all. She'd been doing one or the other most of her life. Maybe she would send a copy of the book home. What would her family think of it? Would it end up gracing one of the coffee tables where an overnight guest could page through it and wonder if Joellen Hathaway was related to the Hathaways who ran the inn at Sanctuary? Would her father even open it at all and see what she had learned to do? Or would he simply shrug, leave it